Hello, everybody. This is Joseph Hasek, and welcome to the Fired Up Network. Welcome to a special MLS Kicking It season opening preview with uh, the coach, Carmen Asako, who's representing Team Canada, A, Carmen A, and John, who you're supposed to be representing Atlanta. What are you representing? I'm representing the Women's World Cup from 1999. That's what I'm representing. All right. So you're, you're living 30 years ago. All right. As I mentioned, uh, home opener for some team who uh, some player plays for, and you can see the backdrop there, Inter-Miami versus Real Salt Lake. Let's go with, uh, with John first of all. John, what do you expect from Messi and Inter-Miami this year? Take the over every single, <laughs> every single time out when it comes to juice boxes. Uh, that's the short answer. I they're they're going to score a lot of goals. They're going to give up a lot of goals. They have no depth, and it is going to be an adventure for any fan of Messi and friends this year because of everything that they had to do just to get roster compliant. And you now have Luis Suarez, who apparently his knee takes two days to warm back, back up after a match day. You've got Alba. You've got Busquets. You, you obviously have one of the, the greatest players on this or any other planet. Uh, Benja Kramoski, who is a fantastic young talent, is, by the way, uh, still trying to uh, heal up after hernia surgery. The, the basic philosophy I'm thinking this season when it comes to Messi and friends is, hey, kid, run. And so you're, you're going to have Noah Allen, Aviles, Kramoski when he's healthy, uh, Redondo if the signing comes to pass from Argentino's juniors. You're going to have all those young dudes. They're going to be running all day long. I mean, at this point, DeAndre Yedlin's heart might explode by like match day seven because he's going to have to run on the right-hand side for both him and Julian Gressel if Gressel starts in this, in this situation. Sergey Kripsov was injured. Uh, in the, the trip to Saudi Arabia on the 100,000-mile uh, you know, extravaganza for travel, for uh, branding for the Herons. So it's going to be an adventure. It's going to be must-see TV, but I don't think it's going to be must-see TV for the reason that a lot of folks may think. All right, so, Carm, let me ask you this. Realistically, and you, you, you coach some great players and all that, what can people expect from Messi this season? Realistically, would you say 20 goals is out of the realm? Uh, no, no, I, I, that that's probably a realistic number. It's just it's just the team in general hasn't really had, got any balance, especially defensively. Uh, getting rid of Kamal Miller, who did who did exactly uh, you know what John was saying is did a lot of running, did a lot of defending, did a lot of, and the, they're going to rely probably on a 19 year old Argentinian center back to to kind of pick up the slack, which isn't realistic, um, you know. It's going to be interesting to see how this pans out as far as balance. And you look at a lot of teams in the MLS and balance is, is what they do have, you know, um, and and I think that, that, that Inter-Miami is going to, and it, they've already shown it, 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 and the goalkeeper, Collinger, hasn't been, ha, had a great preseason at all. He's given up a lot of goals, uh, given up, and but he hasn't. not in front of him, coach. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, but. But he it was kind of the same last year in the, the League's Cup as well. But he had a little bit little bit more balance, a little bit better defenders in front of him. But he was fantastic too, let's be honest. He, he needs to be fantastic this year. If he's not fantastic, this could be, uh, this could be uh, you know, 
the greatest show on earth to, to not come to fruition and as far as these playoffs even. Uh, I hate right. to say it. That's that's my next question, all right? Uh, I'll start off with Carmen this one, okay? Realistically, again, realistically, do you expect them to make the playoffs? And if they don't, they, they, they go after number C and seven, who plays in Saudi Arabia and offer him $600 billion, that's what I give John, uh, to come and, and play in MLS next year. I, again, I, they should make the playoffs, but it's not going to be an easy goal. It's not going to be an easy goal for, for them to, to stop goals. I mean, John said, kick the over every time they play. And so far, that's been that's been the case in the preseason. And I, I just don't see... I just don't see them, uh, and then knowing uh, Martino's tendencies as far as coaching as well, it's, it's, it's going to be an open type system. It's going to be, you know, uh, and then it's going to come to players that like to get forward to kind of hold back like a Yedlin, um, to kind of kind of solidify at least a back four to, to, to keep things, keep some sort of balance. But it's going to be interesting after they, they, they break that line of six on what's going to happen with Miami and how many goals that, that, that they're going to give up. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I hope they make the playoffs. I hope this works out well. Um, but it's an aged group, uh, and it's, it's not a balanced group. So we'll see. We'll see. For the sake of my good friend, Nikki Budulic, uh, I hope they, they, they find some answers there. All right, John, same question to you before – you get there, uh, guy Carl Malone wants uh, all this Miami talk. What about Real Salt Lake? Yes, we'll talk about Real Salt Lake. But John, before we talk about Real Salt Lake, Carl Malone wants to know uh, what's realistically for Miami this year. Make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean they'll they'll make the playoffs. I don't know where though, are, are because the East is going to be a street fight. I mean, there's there's no way around it. And when you're dealing with schedule compression, leagues cup. Maybe Open Cup. We don't know. The Olympics, because you know that Argentina, now that they've made the Olympics, is going to want to have uh, Leo Messi in Paris, and you've got all of that stuff. I mean, it, it is th this roster being what it is, with all of the demands that it has on it, with all of its stars, and the, the top heaviness that's here. I mean, you look at, seriously, if you look at the Eastern Conference, and the Eastern Conference... Like I said, the West in and of itself is going to be less. I think if you look at less competitive, it's just I'm just going to say less competitive as a, by nature than the Eastern Conference. So if you look at the Eastern Conference this season, Cincinnati, they won it last year. They lost some folks. I don't think that they're going to get to 69 points again this season. I think they're they're a solid team with uh, with what they're doing at Philadelphia, and they, and they stole the Atlanta's best player. What? No, Miles is not his best player. Stop it. Uh, Orlando at 63 points. The purple team, Oscar Pereja, finally remembered that it's okay uh, not to coast and be competitive once you're into the playoff picture. I think Orlando is going to be a tough out for a lot of folks. Columbus coming off of the, the MLS Cup win. I think that Wilford Nancy is doing a fantastic job there, and uh, you know they're going to be tough to go up against. Philadelphia, we know what Jim Curtin – uh, does in Philly it, it drives folks it drives folks absolutely crazy what they do I think the new injury rules are going to be interesting to see how Philly does with all of their flopping and all of their alleged injuries just before substitutions but Philadelphia is going to be a handful in the east again New England I'm not so sure 
Uh, New England, for me, I think they're going to drop. I think Atlanta's one of the top four teams in the Eastern Conference. Nashville, I don't know. If Sam Surridge uh, doesn't step up to the plate, everybody's going to pin in on Hani Mukhtar. I don't know if Nashville makes it to 49 points. Red Bulls are going to be a pain. Charlotte's going to be a pain. Montreal's going to be Montreal. But, I mean, if you stop at those seven and then you go down the list and you get to Miami, I think that they're a top eight team. Probably a top seven team if you take New England and slide them down. So the biggest thing for Messi and friends to do is to avoid the play-in round. And I think that seven, four to seven, but remember how stacked it was from three, four, and five separated by two points, and then six and seven were separated by a couple points. They're a top seven team, yes. That's an easy one. Are they a top four team? Because of all the schedule compression and everything, not so sure. Maybe five. If you look at things, so I'm thinking five or six maybe for Inter-Miami. They're, they're going to make the playoffs in the East just because you've got good and you've got not. And so I think that Messi and friends are going to be a part of the good in the Eastern Conference. It's going to be a mess, but seriously, you could have a good week and you could be second. You could have a bad week. You could be fifth. So they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll avoid the play-in round. But it's going to be tight. It's going to be like that, that you know, in the movies, when the, the, you know, the war movie where you hear the rocket coming and you duck your head and you hear that noise. That's what it's going to be like dealing with Inter-Miami Inter this year. All right. Because of Carl Malone who asked this, so I'll start off with you, John. Real Salt Lake, what do you expect from Real Salt Lake? They're, uh, they're always up and down, always up and down. And this is the showcase matchup tonight in Miami against the superstar of all superstars. If they come out, victorious in this one could only bowl well here for the rest of the season but it's tough to win in major league soccer anyway i think the the, the conversion rate for outright wins on the road in mls was i think at 29 percent. basically two out of every seven a road team was victorious in major league soccer juice boxes obviously have Messi and friends as a prohibitive favorite understandably so for rsl you've got to look at diego luna and chicho arango and they are tremendously talented individuals. Diego Luna, part of the young talents here in the United States. Chicho Arango was at LAFC, left, and has now come back and has been a part of the bit of the offensive renaissance at RSL. They were five in the Western Conference last year. I could see that again this year because, you know, you're staring at uh, St. Louis. I don't know if all caps repeats at, at 56 points. I don't know if they repeat. Seattle, to me, is, is a favorite. LAFC, I think they only have 18 guys on their roster. Houston, uh, they won the OC last year. I think they'll be just as competitive this year, but they had a big injury loss in uh, the CONCACAF uh, Champions Cup with uh, Sebas Ferreira losing him to an injury uh, you know, early in the week. Better than Vancouver, better than Dallas, better than Kansas City. So, you know, right now in Portland to me is a big wild card in all of this, but I still think that RSL could be top five in the West. All right, Karm, what do you say as we close out here our uh, opening match coverage? Uh, yeah, I think I think they're 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 a sleeper team. I think that they've got uh, they've got a good balance between defending and attack, and I think that they're gonna they're gonna be an honest group with a couple of special players, and if those special players are special, they can they can do some damage. And I think tonight will be one of those days where they can uh, they can they can really hurt a insecure young not formed necessary back for all right so here we go get your juice boxes ready because john is going to bet heavily on this one uh start off with you carm 
what's the opening score of the opening match tonight in Miami between Inter Miami and Real Salt Lake. You're going to hate this, but I'm going to say 3-1, 3-2 Real Salt Lake. 3-2 Real Salt Lake. John? I was going to go 3-2 flip side. I was going to say Messi and friends take the over. Uh, the, the number transitions from a minus to a plus at three and a half. So I'll go 3-2. I'll go Messi and friends. I say it makes for great television. Tata Martino, uh, when he retires from coaching, his hair will return to being jet black because all the pressure will have gone away. Jet black. Look, look, Carm hasn't had a, a white hair in like last three months, right, Carm? When's the last time you coached? Every single day, but every single day. All right. And these two guys will be back for uh, the season preview of MLS. But, John, tell everybody about how they could get a hold of you social media wise. Go ahead. Right there at OSG Nelson on the Twitters. And that's probably the easiest place to do it on the Insta, the IG, and the Gram. It's cute sports guy because when the boss says that's what you are, that's what your handle is. And on the face space, it is John Freeman Nelson because there's 2024 John Nelsons. I added the middle name just to be different. There's book number six, Noble Strong Lessons in Destiny. Carm's copy is at uh, the office of the Fired Up Network waiting for him to pick it up. And it's a great story about small town high school football, the family that was in charge of uh, the high school football team in town, the local school, as they were battling one of the toughest uh, villains that I think you could ever face as uh, Coaches in that family were chasing after championships. So right there, Noble Strong Lessons in Destiny, book number six. Amazon, you can either do a Noble's Strong or a John Nelson search, and you can pick up the book. So author, book, book, author, in quotes. You can grab it either way. All right, and then if anybody wants to get a hold of Carmen Asako, unless your name is Tariq Hill or uh, Marino, do not get a hold of him. He doesn't want to hear from you. Thanks a lot, guys. Anytime, my friend.